It is the ESPN-UP Coaches Show, the first one of basketball season. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad you're along this Friday afternoon. A chance to talk a little hoops here on opening week of the high school girls season. Boys will get going next week. Let's start it off talking Westwood girls basketball with head coach Kirk Corcoran. His team getting set to open up a new campaign as they take on Kingsford. Well, coach, tell me about the preseason since we talked last. What have you seen in practice and what do you like? Hey Tanner, uh, thanks for having me. Um, it's been a busy, been a busy couple weeks. This first season or the first game always comes up real fast. Uh, you know that November 11th day comes and, and you think you got a lot of time, and before you know it, a couple scrimmages in, and um, you're 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 scrambling to get in some final offenses and some final press breakers and things like that. So uh, it's uh, it's it's here already. Um, I think you know when you've got a group like mine coming back. Uh, same group I've had. Don't have to teach anybody anything new, so uh, it, it, it lends itself a little bit better to being prepared. But um, you still, you never know. That first game of the year is always kind of like a scrimmage. You know, you just never know what you're going to get. You never know what's really uh, stuck with the girls and what kind of new wrinkles uh, Kingsford's going to throw at us. And um, usually, I, that the first game of the year is always. I've always thought that the, the team that wins is just it's lucky. No, no matter who's the no matter who's the favorite or not, it's just you're, it's still a scrimmage atmosphere as far as a uh, coach and player standpoint comes from, and um, a lot of nerves and um, just having haven't ironed out any wrinkles yet. So uh, nerve nerve wracking for sure. But I, I I think with with all that said, I think we're as ready as as we can be. Well, you had a couple of scrimmages with Forest Park with Marquette. What'd you learn about your team from those? Uh, I, I, I learned that. As good as we played at times last year, um, and as, as much as, as I thought I taught them, and I you think that you've ingrained um, fundamentals into their into their brains that they still forget, and you have to reteach everything and never never take anything for granted is what I learned because um, you, you know, even just very fundamental defensive drills and defensive stances and talking on defense, communicating with each other. Um, it's got to, we have to retrain their brains again this year because over the, during the off season they just they forget and it doesn't become habit anymore and um, that's that's really what I learned is that we are not as good as we as we as everybody thinks that we are. Well, coach, the team knows what the expectations are for them this year. Everybody's talking about your squad and what they have coming back, what they did last year. How's your team holding up with the expectations put on them? You know, I think they're enjoying it. Um, I mean, who who wouldn't really? Um, they're they're young kids, and they got the spotlight on them. Um, all the articles are about them. All the photo shoots, and, uh, and and you know, everybody's saying, "Hey, you're the favorite," and "Hey, state title or bust," right? And um, we got it's it's our job to to be master psychologists and and and, and uh, keep them humble and and try to. Uh, remind them of all of the upsets that we've uh, that we've put on people in the past, and how uh, just getting out of our district is sometimes harder than getting out of our regional. So, um, at, at the same time, I think it's fun. I think they really do enjoy it. But um, it is it is just hype. That's all that it is. It's in, in the the games still have to be played, and um, you know we still got Christmas break in there, which is which to the average listener might not sound like a big deal but christmas break for a lot of teams is about three weeks it's usually longer than the preseason um 
and so trying to keep their attention and uh, just their base, their their attentiveness and their hunger, it can be it can be difficult. And um, you know, then right away, right off the bat, we've got Kingsford and Menominee, two very good basketball teams, and um, you got this as, at least as a coach, this anxiety that if we lose one of those games. You know, everybody's, including yourself, is going to be saying, oh, what's wrong with the Westwood Patriots? What's going on? This and that. And so um, it's it's fun. Uh, it's absolutely fun. and It's memorable. Um, and, and really, that's that's why we do this. Coach, individually, has anybody stood out to you as having a really good preseason? Uh, we, you know, we've got... We've got some pretty good basketball players, obviously. Your Maddie Tessas, um, Jillian has had a Jillian had a heck of a off season. Jillian's bigger, faster, stronger than she was as a little freshman. Um, you know, this is we've we've now got Natalie Profit on board for the whole season, um, and and not just kind of throwing her in uh, during game. I think she came up game, game uh, fifteen or sixteen last year. Um, Emily Nelson had a fantastic off season. Ellie Miller. I mean, I really all of our we got every. We're in a unique situation where every single rostered player during Game Twenty is is back on our team. So um, they've put in a lot of hard work in the off season. They they lifted weights with advantage um, all summer long. They even they they did it throughout the fall season when they were playing their uh, their fall sport. So they've they've been in the gym. They know what's expected of them. Um, really, they've all they've all impressed me. Coach, how about Kingsford? They come off a win against North Dickinson to open their season. Tell me about them. Well, you know, we only know these first couple games. Um, you can only use your really your scout films from from last year. Uh, I wasn't able to get a, a film on them for their North Dickinson game on Tuesday night, but I uh, got a little information, I guess. But uh, Brooke Kriegel is coming back for them. She's a she's very reminiscent of Maddie Koski. Uh, Small little guard, good shooter, good passer, good ball handler, can break most presses pretty easily. Um, and they've got the, the cross girl back. Uh, they're, they're bigger than we are, but again, you know, most teams are. And, uh, it will be, it's, it's, it's probably going to be somewhat fast paced. I think Kingsford's probably going to want to play a little bit fast paced, maybe give us a little bit of man to man pressure. But, um, it's definitely a, a worrisome game. I mean, Kingsford, it's Tom Tom Hammer put this schedule together years ago. With uh, he front loaded the, the, the this first part of the schedule, whereas a lot of other teams will will play some some you know uh, lesser teams just to maybe get a few wins under their belt, similar to the to the college, uh, college football. Um, but here we got Kingsford and Menominee right off the bat. It's it's going to be tough. Um, and again, going back to that, how I said the first game is kind of like a scrimmage. We don't, we don't know a whole lot about Kingsford. We don't know what sorts of wrinkles they put in this year. Um, so it's going to be, we're going to be figuring a lot of things out on the fly. Coach, obviously you want to get the win anytime you go out there, but what do you need to see from your team against Kingsford to say, we're where we should be for game one? Uh, you know, I really want to see us communicating on defense primarily. Uh, everything else will fall into place. Um, and limiting our turnovers. That was one thing that we talked about a lot last year was just too many turnovers to start basketball games. Uh, we don't even get a shot off. And that's, I think, limiting, limiting our turnovers and, and communicating, playing our half-court solid defense like I know we're able is going to be really key. Kirk Corcoran, head girls basketball coach at Westwood, his team getting set to take on Kingsford to open the new season. Appreciate the time as always, Kurt. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. Great, Tanner. Thank you. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. At 
Eagle Mine. Their goal is to engage openly and transparently with the local community and stakeholders and to offer support by developing meaningful relationships with local organizations and residents. They strive to strengthen the communities in which they work and live. Upon the conclusion of Eagle, it won't matter how much ore is hauled or processed. What matters is that they leave the Upper Peninsula in a better social and economic state than when it started. Do you have a community concern or want to provide feedback? Leave a message on the community hotline at 906-339-7150 or visit EagleMind.com and click on Responsibility. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year, there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming Hematite girls basketball with head coach Ryan Riekel. His team getting set to welcome Houghton to open the new season. Coach, a few weeks of preseason work under your belt since we talked last. What do you like about your team? What are some strengths heading into the new year? You know, I, I like our chemistry. We've, uh, and I've had quite a few girls back from last year, so we were able to uh, be a little bit of ahead of the game instead of having to reteach some drills and uh, some of the, you know, vocabulary that we use within our program. Uh, so it's uh, a little bit uh, ahead of schedule, but uh, obviously we always want to be even farther ahead. But uh, you know, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. So uh, we're going to take every day, you know, every game and day, uh, just day by day, and go from there. Uh, some of our strengths, though, I mean, I think our effort level and our defensive intensity has been great so far. Uh, we have multiple girls that can, you know, get on the ball and create turnovers for us, and that's going to be kind of a, a focal point on what we want to do uh, moving forward throughout this season. Well, Coach, you mentioned to me before that last year you changed up your coaching philosophy a little bit, kind of had an unorthodox style, and you get back to the basics this year, to what your team has traditionally done really well. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're still going to, try to get up and down the floor but we're going to try to get some quality touches uh having rebecca loman back is uh key for us because you know last year she went down in game five or six and uh you know that was something we were we're utilizing her quite a bit in the post and she was only a sophomore so we at least have it for a couple more years uh you know we want the ball to touch inside and get kickouts and draw some fouls and uh, do other things with it uh so we're still going to do uh get up and down the floor but we're going to do quality versus uh quantity like last year we we're just trying to get reps on the rim trying to get as many shots up as we can to you know make up for some of our lack of shooting ability and for uh lack of size uh so to create some opportunities uh with some chaos as well do you have a pretty good idea of what your rotation is going to be yeah i mean we're going to play probably uh, we have eight or nine girls that might see the floor each night uh which is nice to have uh you know, our six, seven, and eight girls actually could be starters. Uh, and uh, we're going to utilize them as much as possible. And, you know, if our girls play as defense as hard as I want them to, uh, we will uh, be able to use girls more often. Uh, it all depends on the pace of the game and what the other team is doing as well. Uh, but uh, looking at it now, I, you know, I, I like having a bench that we can use. Uh, it doesn't 
send you into fear when a couple of girls get some follows because we can put some other people in and plug them in that spot. And hopefully no, uh, not skipping a beat during that moment of the game and, uh, you know, save our body as well. You talked about being ahead of schedule. Do you feel like you're ahead of where you were at this time last year? ahead of where we were last year. Last year was, uh, the beginning of the year was pretty rough for us, uh, you know, learning the varsity game. Uh, we had zero girls that ever started a varsity game, and one or one or and a half, I will say, that got quality minutes here before uh, coming off the bench. So uh, this is uh, very critical uh, to be this far ahead for us because now we're not, you know, using regular season games as preseason. Now we're ready for regular season games, and uh, I think we're at, we're at where we should be as a program. Well, you've got Houghton to open up the season. I know they were down last year, but Julie does such a great job with that program. What are you expecting out of them? Uh, classic Julie team. Uh, Julie coaches every team as hard as uh, any coach in the UP does. Uh, they, they play such tough-nosed basketball. Uh, they're going to play in the pa- their passing lanes. They're going to defend you to the very end of the game, no matter what the score is. Uh, I've seen them down, you know, 30 points last year, and it looked like it was 0-0 with the effort level. And uh, that's credit to what Julia has established as a program, that you never give up. And uh, we know that they got some pretty decent players. You know, Josie Connor, one of their best shooters. Uh, you know, she's a smaller guard, but she can really shoot it well. They got a, a junior in Truella uh, last year who gave us some little mismatch issues, uh, and we barely squeaked out a win up there. We know what Julie runs as an offense and what she does as a defense. So we're hoping that we are mentally prepared to, you know, kick the season off against a very uh, well-coached and tough team. What do they like to do defensively? Uh, they play the passing lanes up. You know, they defend you hard. They don't switch many screens, if ever. Uh, you know, kind of a little resemblance of what Westwood does, a little pack line. Uh, they make sure you have to work to get the ball open. Uh, your wings have to do a really good job holding off defenders because, if you don't, they're going to get a, they're going to pick a pass off and go and get a layup. Uh, so we have to take care of the ball because last year I thought they, I think they scored ten points on layups of arid passes uh, because our wings didn't hold off and the point guard didn't deliver the ball. Well, coach, kind of a tough way to open the season. Two really good teams with Houghton and Kingsford, but you've got that Friday night, Monday night, kind of back to back in a way. How do you go about preparing for that? Uh, you know, we we know who they have. Uh, you know, I've already started preparing a little bit of this, the scout report for them. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we're sending a, a filmer to go watch them play Westwood on Friday. Uh, you know, they got Westwood Friday, we got Houghton, so we both are going to have a, a really tough first game of the season. And uh, going down to Kingsford is never easy. Uh, it's going to be a, you know, it's a road trip on a Monday after a, a tough Friday night game. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, we're going to be able to uh, go down there and compete and you know, weather, whatever they are going to throw at us and uh, hopefully come up with a win. Well, Coach, I know you always want to get the win, but what do you need to see against Houghton to say, this is where we should be for game one? Uh, consistent ball movement. Uh, consistent ball movement with, uh, you know, quality shots. Uh, not not shooting just because you were open, but shooting because it was the best shot at that moment. Uh, those are things that we want as a, as a program. And then defensively, I, I want us to be sound we should be sound we've worked enough at it in practice uh but we need to keep the defensive intensity up throughout a whole game uh you know in practice you do it in spurts and this is going to be for 32 minutes so if we if we do quality shots uh with quality defense uh 
I'll be I'll be satisfied. Uh, the shots are gonna you miss shots, you make shots every night. But if we're if we're doing good shots, uh, we're at least getting it on the rim and maybe getting ourselves an opportunity to get offensive rebound if it doesn't go in. Ryan Riekel's a head girls basketball coach at Ishpeming. His team getting set to open the new season against Houghton. Appreciate the time, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again down the road. All right. Thanks, Tanner. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwen Modeltowner basketball with head girls coach Ben Olson. His team getting sent to open the season Monday against Bark River Harris. Coach, a little delay from when you expected to start the year. How are you using the extra preseason? Uh, well, I mean, I think everybody would like, uh, you know, some extra time. Um, obviously, you would like to play a game and see where you're at and see how things are working. But we're also, you know, excited to get, you know, a little more conditioning in maybe than most teams and then to continue to fine-tune, you know, our philosophies on what we're doing. So we're definitely using it as an extended preseason, and um, we should be in really good shape, and we should be ready to hit the ground running come Monday. How has the preseason gone for your team? Really, really good. Um, other than we've had some sickness that's been running through uh, the program, I've had quite a few girls miss because of know, flu-like symptoms, I guess you would say. But I guess um, for that to hit, you know, beginning of the year is probably better than middle to end of the year. So maybe this will get that out of our system, you know, and we won't have, you know, kind of that sickness hit us like a lot of teams have in the middle to the end of the year. So other than that, it's been going good. We have a pretty experienced squad, and we're just looking to continue on that. What have you liked about your team here early on from a fundamental standpoint? Um, I think a lot of, of the girls, that, you know, we lost, you know, Trish McGuire, uh, Brooke Manor, and Mallory Delma. So we lost three really key components to our team last year. Um, but I think what's kind of changed this year is I think girls are really fitting into their roles and know exactly what's expected from them night in and night out. And I know that's not really a fundamental thing, you know, as far as dribbling, shooting a basketball, um, and that kind of stuff. But um, I think it's crucial and key to any success that, that girls and, and boys or whatever team you're talking about know how they fit in, know what's expected of them, you know, who the scores are, where the ball's got to get to, you know, and, and what their role is and what they're supposed to be doing. So I feel really good going into the season with that. I feel everyone knows kind of where they fit in and, and what they need to do to contribute to the success of our team. Are there any players in particular who have stood out to you, maybe had a really good preseason? Um, I think Marissa Marissa Delmon um, obviously I think always sticks out for us, but I think the the kind of uh, bright spot has been Tiana Taylor. Um, she's been with me since her freshman year. She's a junior now, um, but she's really really been coming along both def- both defensively and offensively. So I think if there's one girl that really is kind of standing out in practice and our first two scrimmage games, it is definitely Tiana Taylor. Should Gwynn fans expect the same style of basketball they've seen over the years? Is it pretty much status quo with your squad, or is there something new this year? I think it's pretty much status quo. I feel really good with the four that we have. Um, you know, Marissa, Emily Curtis, 
um, Tiana Taylor and Megan Rokenline. And then we got some, you know, some things that we're going to have to try to figure out here as the season plays out. You know, who that fifth starter is going to be. You know, who are the first two, three coming off the bench kind of thing. So I feel really good with, with the four that we're at. And I think, you know, we need some girls to kind of step up and, you know, solidify their roles as to, you know, who we're going to rely on and, and who's going to get, you know, the majority of those minutes. So, um, I think the first few games will, will go a long ways in, in telling that or telling us, you know, how that plays out. But, um, you know, and, and the scrimmages have, have helped with that. But there's still kind of those, you know, when the, the lights finally turn on for the first time, you know, you, you really, certain, certain players tend to, tend to stand out and then the others kind of shy away. So we're going to see, you know, from our, from my five, six, seven, eight, nine standpoint, who's going to step up and, and shine under those lights. Well, you've got Bark River Harris, a really good team from a year ago to open up the season. Tell me about them. Oh, they they always give us problems. Um, you know, partially probably because, like you said, they, you know, their track record has been really, really good here the past three, four years. So um, I, we know that we got a game coming in. We know that we're probably going to see some pressure. You know, we probably know that we're going to see some some passing and cutting and some motion type offense. So. You know, we really got to get good at what we do, and uh, hopefully what we do is going to be good enough, you know, to overcome what they do. And um, I spent a lot of time the last few years on, you know, really scouting opponents. And not that I'm going to go away from that, but I think I'm going to do less of, of other teams' preps in practice and really get us really good at what we do, and hopefully what we do is going to trump what other teams do. Coach, I know that you know the goal is always to go out there and win, but what do you need to see from your team Monday to say this is where we should be for game one? Effort. Um, I think coming in, um, the one thing that you can control night in and night out is both you know is, is effort, both on the defensive end and on the offensive end, and um, that's one thing that I think my team has done a really good job of over the last you know six seven years that since I've been here is you know we give out effort whether. We're up 20, down 20, or it's a close game. You know, I, I think my players and my teams play, you know, on that high level, high intensity thing. So you always can't control, you know, how many points you score, whether the ball's going in. Um, but what you can control, obviously, is, is the amount of effort you play with and how hard you play. And I think if you play hard every night in and night out, I think, you know, the wins and losses essentially kind of take care of themselves. So I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see us come out and play it with effort for 32, 32 straight minutes. Ben Olson's a head girls basketball coach at Gwynn. His team getting set to open up the season Monday against Bark River Harris. Appreciate the time as always, Ben. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again down the road. Thank you for all you do, Tanner. We appreciate it. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. Stop using a card that only rewards you for spending at certain places or during certain times. At MBank, you can shop with the card that rewards you with cash back on every purchase. With the new MBank scorecard, Cashback Visa, you'll earn 1% cash back every time you use your card. No rotating categories, no annual fee. Apply today. Stop by your local MBank branch to get started or visit bankmbank.com for more details. MBank, community focus, client driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. 
Welcome back to the ESPN UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Republic Michigami basketball with head girls coach April Radcliffe. Her team off to an 0 2 start this season. Coach, I know the results maybe haven't been there, but some good efforts from your squad here early on. Let's start Tuesday night with the Lakeland and Hubble game, a 43 42 loss. Give me your thoughts on that one if you could. Um, I was actually quite pleased with how we played. The game was back and forth the whole time. We had a slight lead at one point, then we lost it. We had about two really, really poor minutes in the fourth quarter where we just weren't doing very good on ball handling. We were turning it over a lot, um, a little over-anxious and excited and just made some kind of bad judgment calls on that. Um, then they fought hard to come back within the one-point loss. So I was very happy with, with how they played, and we definitely um, need to work on a few things. Did you feel like your team was able to learn from that, to grow from having that experience and facing that adversity? Absolutely. It was a lot of, we didn't really know how to pass it in. We started to just panic a little bit when they played a little bit tighter pressure on us. So it was definitely an experience um, that ruled that quarter. What was it that you liked about your team against Lake Linden? They, when you know, we shot a lot. We passed the ball really well. We worked together as a team communication i finally heard them talking to each other out there um and then just being aggressive on defense so those were all really good things that i saw in the game well coach a tough one last night falling to chancel 66 to 19 give me your thoughts on that one last night you know coming out right onto the court you could tell the girls were pretty much defeated when they walked out chancel's been pretty tough um for the last couple years when we played them and so the girls came out not really confident and then a little sluggish, a little illness from a couple of the girls, and just there was no enthusiasm, no spark from them yesterday. What do you like from a fundamental standpoint here in the first couple of games from your team, and what's something that you want to build on going forward? So we're definitely going to build on rebounding. Our rebounding has been very weak, and we've been working on how to get in position to start just to post up and get some other players involved um, besides my key three because we need all five out there to work to win a game. Are you happy with the effort, though, through the first week? Um, I'm very happy with the effort from this week. And going into next week, we have three games. So hopefully they can put forth a little bit more effort than last night. So hopefully they have the weekend to rest up and hopefully feel a little bit better. These head colds are really getting to everybody right now. And you've got North Dickinson coming up to start next week. Tell me about them. So I'm, I don't know a whole lot about them because they're a non-conference game. Um, but last year we, we stuck with them last year, and so I'm hoping they lost a couple key girls, so I'm hoping we can hang with them again. Um, I think my girls, if they work together and they're all healthy, I think we've got a good shot. April, taking into account the health of your team, are you in a situation where you're trying to balance getting them in the gym, having practice, addressing some things, or you want to give them some time to rest and recover? How do you go about balancing that? No, we're definitely having practice tonight because there's some things we cannot put off. We have to address it right away. Um, and then they get Saturday and Sunday off, and then we'll be back at it Monday. What's the biggest thing you want to see from your team next week to say, this is where we should be for week two in the season? Um, next week, I want them to see, use the backboard. When we have those easy layups or those, those easy shot attempts, don't be afraid to drive it. You can get around the girl and just see a little bit more aggression on offense. How about from a shooting aspect? How have you been from the field, from behind the arc, at the foul line here in the first week? Um, on Tuesday, we had a much better shooting night. Um, the girls were not intimidated at all to shoot. And then last night, there's a couple big girls on the team, and they play very aggressive defense. And it intimidated the girls right off the bat. Um, when they were in their face, they just took a poor shot selection last night. 
Um, so hopefully we can work on that and start driving that, driving the ball to the basket. April Radcliffe is the head girls basketball coach at Republic Michigami. Her team getting set to head into week two of the new season. Appreciate the time, April. Best of luck the rest of the way. We'll talk again soon. Thank you very much. More after this on ESPN-UP. We don't wallpaper. We won't choose your paint colors. But we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, make it happen with First Bank. First Bank, Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Let's talk Ishpeming Boys basketball with head coach George Nini. Making the quick transition from football to hoops, George, I tell you what, you had the long extended football season, limits your practice time a little bit, and now you're thrown right into the fire this week with basketball starting here in a couple of days. Tell me about the preseason so far, as limited as it may have been. Yeah, well, after uh, after after our football season ended, uh, you know, we took a week to you know recover, recuperate, and then we got back in the gym for a couple of days of practice before the uh, before the Thanksgiving break. Um, got back in again this Monday, and uh, of course, you know, once again, right back into the meat grinder. We got Gladstone. Uh, we got to travel to Gladstone on Tuesday. Um, you know, practice has been good. Um, you know, to, you know, making the switch from football to basketball. Um, trying to figure out, uh, you know, who's going to be where. And, uh, you know, we're trying to replace a bunch of pieces from last year that graduated. And, uh, you know, we're just going to see where everything uh, where, where everything works out. Well, George, it's your first year as the varsity head coach, but you've been part of the program and you've been part of some long football runs that have cut into basketball practice time. And compared to other football seasons that have ran long, are you about where you need to be at this point in the season in regards to basketball? Yeah, you know, I, I think we are, you know, um, you know, physically and condition wise, um, um, you know, it, it, we look to be where right, right where we should be. You know, we're going to learn a lot on, on Tuesday night in Gladstone, um, you know, where we have to shore some things up and, and, uh, you know, what we're good at and, you know, and then it becomes a building process from there. But, uh, you know, we're kind of putting in what we, what we normally put in going into that first game and, uh, you know, things seem to be progressing well. Coach, what's been stressed in practice here in the last couple of weeks? Has it been getting in basketball shape? Has it been the fundamentals? Maybe a little bit of both. A little bit of both. You know, I, you know. I guess first and foremost are you know just stressing the defensive end of the court. Um, you know, really the most and the conditioning piece that we need to you know that we need to have, and uh, you know our ability to handle the pressure and handle the heat that other teams are going to put on us. So you know that that's been the that's been the stress the the the, the stress so far this week. You know what we've been stressing, and uh, you know the offensive end of it. Of course, you know we have to work on. It. We get we have to get shots up, and you know that's going to be repetitive over over practice. But you know at the end of the day, it's about not getting beat up and down the floor and being able to stop the other team. Well, you talked about some of the guys that graduated from last year's team. Obviously, some key pieces you got to replace. Who are some guys that are looking to step up, take on new roles, and who are some guys that you look to for leadership? Well, you know, right now, you know, we're returning two starters from last year. We've got uh, Jake Kugler and uh, we've got uh, Gavin Argel. And, of course, those are our two senior leaders right now. They, they've, uh, you know, they, they started last year. Um, they, they know, um, you know, where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing. So that's what we're looking for. 
um, out of those guys. And uh, you know, new to the uh, new to the starting role this year is going to be Breck Bell and uh, Ben Pruitt and Otto Swanson. Um, they got some minutes last year, but but not a lot of minutes. But uh, um, you know, we're going to count on those guys. Uh, you know, being seniors again. Um, again, just like with our football program, we've got a pretty strong senior group in there. And uh, it's just uh, you know switching it over from the from the football field to the to basketball floor. Coach, you look at your schedule early on, especially, and it's no joke. You go down to Gladstone on Tuesday. We know how good they are. Westwood, Gwynn, they both had good seasons last year. Iron Mountain, we know obviously what happened to them. What do you need to see from your team early on to say this is where we should be for the first couple of weeks of the season? You know, I need to see that. You know, we need to see that competitive streak. You know that uh, you know how, how we handle that adversity. If we get down in a ball game, how how we're going to come back on that? You know, are we going to you know, you know are we going to let teams out hustle us? You know, uh, you know once again, you know it's it, to me it's all about that effort on that on the defensive end. And uh, you know, can we impose our will on another team? Stop them defensively? Come down, run a set, and you know get a few points. You know, and uh, you know it's it's how we handle that and how we handle this transition. I think is what we're going to be looking for over the next couple days coach what does a george nemi led team look like is it going to be something hematite fans have come to expect over the years or what should they expect this season well no if they've if they've uh, watched our, our our jv program you know we're a we're a man-to-man style defense mixing a little zone here and there um, but first and foremost we're a man-to-man style we like to run uh you know a motion style offense you know a read and react type offense where we take what the defense is going to give us and we mix in a few sets, and, uh, you know, again, the, the, the emphasis is really on the defensive end of the floor. Well, Coach, let's talk about your first matchup coming up Tuesday. You mentioned you go down to Gladstone, always a tough place to play. You kind of wonder what they're going to look like this year. You know they're always good, but they lose one of the best players in the UP. What do we know about Gladstone? Well, of course, they lost Reese Caster, and, uh, you know, but, but trust me, they've got some guys that fill that up real quick of course he's got a brother on that team already and uh and uh you know looking back to when they were jvs two years ago um, they were long athletic they like to run and uh you know they're just it, it, it's a good athletic basketball program and, and coach quigley will you know have those guys in uh in the best of condition and uh you know it, it's going to be a battle and then of course we go right into westwood and of course we know what uh you know coach coach sergio is going to do he's going to have that same emphasis about defense and uh and uh you know I, I, again top to bottom there's no easy games in our in our conferences what about the last couple of days of practice here before you take the floor for real? Is it just going to be about fine-tuning things, or what's going to be the emphasis there? Well, it's, yeah, it's going to be about fine-tuning first and foremost. Um, you know, but it's 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 looking at some film from last year and and two years ago with with what these kids did as JVs and and trying to put in little bits and pieces that we might see along the way. Um, you know, try and you know see what teams might throw at us. As, you know, from a from a press standpoint, from a from a defense standpoint, and, and try and put as much of that stuff in as possible, or at least see it a little bit, so we're not shocked and surprised when it actually happens in, in a game situation. Coach, has anybody stuck out to you individually as having a really good preseason for you? Um, you know, right now, you know, all those kids that we talked about, you know, in fact, you know, top to bottom, we're all practicing well right now. We're, we're right where we need to be. Um, and, uh, you know, Jay Kugler, of course, is, you know, is, is going to be a, 
he's going to he's going to be a force out there. He's a big body, and uh, you know Gavin Argel, um, Breck Bell's uh, you know controlling a point right now for us, and uh, you know so I see some good things out of you know quite a few of our players right now. George Nemes, the head boys basketball coach at Ishpeming, the Hematites open the season Tuesday night at Gladstone. Appreciate the time, George. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN UP. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Redmen Boys Basketball with head coach Brad Nelson, his team a week away from starting the new year down in Petoskey. Coach, when you look at the preseason, you try to evaluate it as a whole. How would you sum up what you've done so far? Uh, it's going well. Um, you know, it's, it's very, very competitive, um, which is something you want. And uh, that's just going to help them when they go out and play whoever it is. is if, you know, when we play our opponents, if it's not much different than practice, then things come a lot easier. But um, we're making progress, obviously. Offensively, that's typically the thing that takes the longest amount of time to kind of fine-tune and things like that, especially with the, the young team that I have. But um, defensively and the effort and the, the hustle that I'm, I'm seeing um, – I'm really happy with. And if that continues, good things are going to happen and make things easier for, for them out on the court when they work so hard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you take those things, and if I don't have to preach that, you know, those those two things, uh, we can focus on getting better on offense. Are you starting to figure out what your rotation is, or does that come together next week, you're hoping? Uh, we're getting there. Uh, we had a scrimmage yesterday against Dyer Mountain. Um, tried a couple different lineups and just trying to figure out, you know, who can do what in the in the different actions that we want. And we'll do the same thing today. We got another scrimmage against Gwynn. So it's a lot of tweaking, a lot of different lineups that I'm looking at, and and just trying to figure out what's going to work best for us, and the, you know, the substitutions and things like that. And all of that kind of plays out as the season progresses. But going into that first game, you kind of want to have a good idea of what's going to work well for us, and, and who's going to put us in good spots. Did you learn anything about yourself scrimmaging Iron Mountain? Yeah, I mean, we we played tough, and, and we gave them everything they had. And, you know, the scoreboard doesn't really indicate anything. I, I think we tied one quarter, and I think we beat them the second quarter. Um, but it, that doesn't really mean anything. What I look at is, you know, where can we improve? Uh, what did we do well? Um and, you know, the things that I just talked about, offensively, more movement, especially on the backside of our, our offense, and doing things without the basketball. And that's that's the number one takeaway from last night. But defensively, I thought we did an outstanding job. Uh, we were physical, um, <clears throat> got them off their spots a little bit. And um, if that, you know, that stuff continues, like I said, good things can happen. How about your final week of the preseason, Coach? What's going to be the focal point in practice? Um, a couple things, defensive principles, just keep drilling those into our, into their heads. Um, you know, something that we've been doing since day one. 
so that's never going to, I mean, that's going to be an ongoing thing throughout the season just to remind them, you know, how to rotate and all of those things. But then offensively, we still got some stuff that we got to put in and um, <clears throat> get the kids to understand the concept of the, the stuff that we're trying to do. Uh, so that'll be our focus over the next few days. Look at the last game against Brighton. I know it was a year ago, uh, but typically teams don't change a ton. Um, you know, you look at how they defend ball screens, how you're going to handle that, and if they switch, do they hedge, all of that. So <clears throat> we're, we'll take a look at last year's film just so we have an idea of how they're going to defend the stuff that we do. Um, but, yeah, just and obviously we'll get some shots up. You know, we haven't been shooting the ball very well in practice. Um, so we're, we'll, obviously that's going to be an everyday thing is just get some shots up. But, um, you know, been doing this long enough going down to Petoskey you kind of go into the game blind which is nice especially with a young team um just roll the ball out on the court and and see what we have and, and move forward uh, you've been going downstate for a few years now and playing in a tournament to open up the season down in Petoskey and you see some bigger competition down there what does that do for your team to start the season that way and kind of roll into the conference slate after that well it's a huge learning experience you know whether you have a veteran team or you have a a team that's a little bit more inexperienced like the team that i have this year but you just you learn after that first game the kids learn how hard you have to play at that level and you know when you come up here you have to bring that level of intensity and and be ready to play that conference schedule and we you know we play gladstone that following tuesday so we open up with that conference game so um, just carry forward what you learned downstate. And, you know, I always say this every year we go down there, if we can come out one and one, uh, that's, that's a success. And, you know, you, you watch the film and you will be watching a lot of it and teaching these guys what they can and can't do. All things considered, coach, despite the graduates from last season, do you feel like your team's where they should be at this point? Um, uh, offensively, I would say, probably a little bit behind you know the weather last week during thanksgiving kind of hampered our practices a little bit so we didn't quite get as far as we wanted to offensively so we still got a lot of work to do there but defensively i thought after last night we're ahead of ahead of where we normally are and that's that's a good thing is there anybody individually who stood out to you in the preseason maybe they've been doing really good here early on um nothing that shocks me to be honest with you, you know, Drew Weibel, Defensive Player of the Year in our conference, um, he's maintained what he does on the defensive end uh, this year. Cam Carp, he's doing it what I expect. Uh, there's no there's no shocker um, as far as what I kind of expected as far as who can who can contribute. And, you know, it's there's still a few, few guys that, you know, we're trying to figure out how we can use them and utilize them better and get them to learn, especially the two sophomores that we have up. Um, they're going to play an integral role. It's just what that role is is something that we're working on. Coach, how about next week when you do go down to Petoskey? You talked about if you can split there, that's a success early on. But what do you want to see out of your team to say, this is where we should be for the first week of the year? Well, uh, I always tell my guys, you know, you control what you can control. Um and that's the, the hard work and the hustle and the grit and the, the rebounding. Those are all things that just come from your heart. And if I can look at the film after the game and I don't have to evaluate hustle or effort, 
then I can focus on the X's and the O's and the spacing and the defensive positioning and the stuff that they need to learn. And, you know, I, I don't have to be harping on them to hustle or play harder. Um, that saves me a ton of time, and it saves them, you know, difficult practices where I have to drive that home for them. You know, they understand the fact that if they don't play hard, they're not going to play. And that's kind of what you're looking for when you go down there and, and how quickly you can learn, you know, because it's a one-day turnaround, so you you watch the film from Friday night, you pick out a few things to improve on, and then you go out Saturday and you try to implement what you talked about. Brad Nelson's the head boys basketball coach at Marquette. His team a week away from starting the new season. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thank you, Tanner. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Welcome back to the ESPN UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani girls basketball with head coach Mike O'Donnell. His team 1-0 getting set for Gladstone this evening. Coach, you made your return to the minor sideline earlier this week. A 60-15 to win over Manistique. Recap that one for me if you could. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it was great to be back in, in Nagani and Lincoln Gym. Um, I kind of made the joke. It was amazing to see after five years uh, a lot of the same faces sitting in the same exact seat. Some people are creature of habit and don't tend to move around a, a lot of it. So it was neat to see in that regard. But, um, you know, the game started slow for us. I think we had, you know, we have a lot of new players. Um, and, and just being the first game and being at home, I think we had some nerves. And there seemed to be a lid on the rim early. You know, we didn't score first baskets almost about eight minutes at the eight-minute mark. Uh, or I'm sorry, the, the six-minute mark in the first quarter. Um, and it took a, a sophomore off the bench to come in and nail a three for us in Lily Nelson. So um, that was – she got us rolling with that three. It kind of broke the ice. Um, we were able to score a few more there in that quarter. Um, and then we kind of uh, – we, we returned back to form the second quarter of the, you know, the team I think we can be and uh, played with more confidence and uh, were able to, uh, to cruise through and get the victory. How about your defensive effort, Coach, holding Manistique to 15? Yeah, you know, I was I was very impressed with it. Um, that's kind of, you know, kind of something we talked about, losing our top four scores from last year, um, three three scores. Um, we're going to have to, at some points this year, you know, we're going to have to really uh, play well enough on offense, uh, but play great defense and win ugly some games. So, uh, for them to buy into that mentality and, you know, just go out for four quarters against Manistique and, and play um, play solid defensive basketball is, is very important because we're going to need that throughout the year. Because um, there's, there's going to be times when we, we do go in droughts and uh, we're going to need to lean on that defensive effort. Coach, what fundamentally stood out to you as a strength Tuesday? Was it your ball security, your passing? What stood out to you? Um, you know, I, I thought we did move the ball very well. We ended up right around 20 assists for a team. That's a great number. You know, I think any team, time you can get up around over 15, you're doing a good job moving the ball. Um, that just that tells me that our ball movement was well. We weren't relying on a lot of one-on-one drives. A lot of shots came within the offense. Uh, 
So that was definitely definitely a positive offense. We had balanced scoring. We had three girls in double figures. Um, you know, again, Lily Nelson, a sophomore, came in and scored 17 for us, hit five threes. Um, Alyssa Hill, who's obviously a familiar name, was able to get 17 and 12. Uh, and then Chloe Norm was at 13. So that's definitely something we preach. That's one of my philosophies is to have balanced scoring. So that was good to see from uh, from that point of view. Did the rotation shake out pretty much as you thought it would, or are you still tweaking it going into game two? Yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. We only have eight girls on the roster, so everybody's going to play. Uh, you know, everybody needs to get spelled and get their breaks. Um, and we, we kind of scripted it out a little bit of where we want to get our breaks and trying to keep different combinations on the floor. Um, you know, unfortunately, we were able to, to keep it that way. Um, throughout the game. Now, we know it might not always go that way with fall trouble or different things. We try to prepare for that in practice and you know, switch up and get different combinations of people that maybe we normally wouldn't use, but, but you know, that could pop up in a game. But uh, for the most part, Tuesday, it stayed true to form. Well, now you've got Gladstone. Obviously, they've got some talented players, including Megan Crow. What do you know about them and what are you expecting tonight? Yeah, well, uh, number one, we just talked about, you know, we can expect a lot different game as far as now we're going on the road. Uh, we're going we're to have adversity. Um, you know, we, we faced some of that, not scoring for six minutes. Uh, Tuesday night, there was some adversity. But after that, you know, they, they kind of uh, started to cruise and we really didn't hit too much. So we talked about second half, fourth quarter adversity, um, expecting that on the road. You know, not getting too high, not getting too low, um, and, and just trying to fight through those moments against, like you said, uh, it seems like an experienced Gladstone team. You know, I, I don't know. They haven't played yet, so I haven't got a chance to see them, but just going off last year's films and stuff, obviously Megan Crow is probably going to be a Division One talent. Um, you know, I know she's already getting some looks. Uh, so we have to start with her, and then at the same time, you got Trudeau and Ballinger, who are turning guards, uh, who can shoot well from the perimeter. Um, who have a year, another year under their uh, under their belts. So um, we're going to have to be able to defend and and get after them in multiple facets, not only from the inside but also from the perimeter. What is it about Megan Crow's game that makes her so dynamic, so tough to stop? Oh, I think she just she uses her size so well, and I think the other thing that she does well, just from what I saw last year, is they understand how to use her. They they know how to throw the ball up to her where only she can get it. Uh, put it in spots where only she can get it, and she positions herself so well. It seems down there that when she gets it in those spots where she's comfortable, it's automatic. It's going in. So uh, we've worked hard in the last, just the last night here, where we've got to concentrate on it, uh, trying to take her off her spots where she's comfortable, force her out away from the basket. Um, you know, send multiple defenders at her, and just try to get her out of her comfort zone. Because once she's comfortable down there. Um, like I said, you can pretty much count that it's going to be it's going in, or you're going to get a foul. Is there anything in particular you're looking for out of your team tonight that you want to build off Tuesday? Whether that be starting hot, whether it be your defense, what is it that you're looking for out of your team tonight to say this is where we should be for game two? Right, yeah, definitely tonight. We're, we're we've talked a lot in the last two nights about you know not wanting to get off to a slow start on the road. You know, and I thought Tuesday we we kind of at home we, we settled a few times. We, we bombed some threes early. Uh, tonight we're going to try to to get the ball to the hoop, maybe get to the free throw line, get some easy buckets, get some confidence early, um, get the ball in the post, and then you know work it from the inside out uh, as we try to collapse them a little bit. Now we kick out, 
uh, get some easier three-point shots from the perimeter. But we're definitely, yeah, we're focused on that start because we know we can't go six minutes on the road without scoring and uh, being a high percentage of a chance to win a game. Mike O'Donnell, head girls basketball coach in Nagani, his team trying to move to 2-0 tonight at Gladstone. Appreciate the time, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again down the road. Okay, thanks, Sam. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. The Marquette Big Boy Restaurant sets the table for you on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve hours are 6 in the morning till 8 at night. Big Boy will open again Christmas Day at 7 and stay open until 9 at night. Enjoy the breakfast buffet each day and the dinner buffet on Christmas. You can also order whole pies to bring to your own dinner celebration. 226-1062 for reservations. Last-minute gift cards are available. Big Boy Restaurant is open and ready to serve you Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on US 41 West, Marquette. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Reddit girls basketball with head coach Ben Smith. His team heading below the bridge tonight, taking part in the Batoski invite. Coach joins us from the road. Appreciate it, Coach. And uh, you look ahead to this weekend's matchups, downstate competition, Brighton, Petoskey. Let's go back and revisit Tuesday night, though. A loss to Escanaba, 55-46. to You look at their defense and what they were able to do, and Nicole Kameen is just the real deal. Yeah, and we could talk more about tonight if you'd like, but no, I'm just kidding. I'll go back and talk about that. Um, you know, coming into that game, like the first game every year, you don't quite know exactly what's going to happen in terms of the energy and the nerves and um, all that stuff going into the inexperienced kind of first game. But uh, we came out, and I think within about seven seconds, we had three points, the ninth and one. Then they rattled in a three, and it just definitely – kind of wasn't our night effort-wise. And, again, we've watched film. I've watched the film a number of times. And, you know, we just didn't do enough things um, like we need to to come out on the, the good end of it. And we still had a chance to win. You know, I think we gave up 20 in the first quarter, but we limited them to three points in the first seven and a half minutes of the second quarter. We were up three at halftime. And then we just couldn't come out with the effort that we needed to um, you know, but credit Esky, like you said, their defense um, made us work for some things, and we had some plays that I'd love to think that we will and can finish. Um, but I think our effort um, on the on the glass, I think our defense wasn't as fine-tuned and polished as it will be, but we forced some misses, and then they beat us to the ball, which happened too many times for us to win a game on the road like that against a scrappy team. Um, you know, with a pretty inexperienced team as well, but um, you know, like you said, Kameen's been around long enough, and she's a really good player and kind of um, led her squad by um, with her efforts and intensity. And uh, Taylor Ray hit three threes, and, you know, those plays that they made were the difference, and hopefully we can regroup and have a great effort today. How about your shooting effort, Coach? Did you feel like, all things considered, game one, that you were hitting the shots you needed to, or how were you from behind the arc, free throw line, et cetera? Uh, well, that was kind of a game changer I thought we came out and I think we had three threes early um Aspen Michelin hit uh three against their zone and kind of should open things up but we then went cold and we kind of went away from her which shouldn't happen I mean even if she wasn't um our returner with the most experience and you know the girl that we want things to go through um we should still find a kid when they're feeling it and we didn't do that and I think we missed maybe like our next 14, which obviously isn't great. But I think we probably missed about 12 to 15 
um, little puppies, which, again, their defense is there. They're contesting. But, you know, watching the film, there were a number of them that we want to finish, and we just didn't. Um, so, again, hopefully we can um, look to finish some of those plays. You know, we had um, five different teams we scrimmaged against on two different days, and we were able to finish some plays that we weren't able to Tuesday. And, you know, again, I have expectations where I think we can hopefully – um, improve on things and get to a level where I'd like to be and we're not there yet. And who knows, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to hold us to a standard that I expect us to get better. And the girls know that there's many things that we can um, look to do um, better possession for possession on both ends of the court. And hopefully tonight's our, kind of our first crack at looking to do that. Well, Coach, one thing that really stood out, just looking at some of the game recaps, Maria Mulatto looked like she was excellent defensively made a couple of big shots for you if you could speak to her effort yeah and so that's one of those things coming into that first game as a sophomore you know she's kind of not just easing into something she kind of drew Kameen and I thought did a great job early um we then picked up a couple fouls towards the end of the second quarter um Nicole got the line um got some confidence going and I think that always makes you take a little bit of a step back and be a little more cautious because you don't want to get caught in the spots where you're, you know, picking up balls, putting a player like that on the line. But, you know, like you said, Maria then on offense was able to um, finish some plays. Again, she's one that looking at some of the things that she did really well, um, she can still um, improve on it. You know, she drove baseline against her 1-3-1 and had a few that she didn't finish, um, but a number of plays that she did and, you know, the best part about her is she is always um, coachable and always trying to get better. And, you know, hopefully as game one of her uh, varsity career as a sophomore, she um, improves on that, you know, for game two and then moving forward. Well, now you head down to Petoskey and partake in their invitational. You've done this for a number of years now. What are you expecting out of Brighton tonight? Yeah, well, they have uh, three kids that this will be their fourth year up on the varsity um the post kid who hit a i would like a buzzer beater uh was with about two seconds ago that was the um bucket that made us lose by two last year um so that was a tough way for us to go but she's a really good player i think um she is signed to go to bowling green so she'll be a load for us to handle but um hopefully we're up for the challenge and they have two guards that have um, been up and scrapping as well um but the reason we come down here is to kind of figure out the travel thing and how it needs to go if we're going to make a run um, in the tournament and also see some schools and some teams that we don't typically get to see. So bright and solid, and we need to come with a, a great effort to try and battle them. And then whatever happens today um, in the game kind of decides if we'll see Potosky or Granville tomorrow. I don't know a ton about Granville. We've seen Potosky the last couple of years. But the nice thing is no matter what happens, we get to kind of see them play today and get a little up close and personal, you know, a little scout to see what's going on there. But, you know, we always, like anybody, you want to win games and whatnot. But um, I think you can take the scoreboard away, especially for some of these early games, and you're just trying to focus on effort, intensity, taking care of your, um, you know, your things that were negative um, last game, and hopefully we can – try and get better at those things as we move forward coach what do you need to see from your team this weekend to say this is where we should be for games two and three 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I like how you said for games two and three because sometimes you get caught up in, you know, you don't want to be peaking in game two and three. We could have played really, really well on Tuesday and come out of there with a nice win. And the part that is tough is you want to try and get the kids to buy into things that you still need to get better. Unfortunately, we didn't play great. Um, so I think the kids understand that there's many things that we need to work on. And I would say the two biggest things is competing um, for position defensively. You know, I think against Eski we had too many catches, especially early, that we just kind of let them catch it and then started guarding them where we want to be making it a difficult catch wherever it is. But especially um, tonight, I think they'll be – a force in the post, so we need to be ready to battle for position before they get it. And then the other part of that is um, competing for rebounds, because we had, I'd say, probably 12 to 15 times where we made plays and got stopped, and we just didn't come out of there with the basketball, which has to change tonight if we want to do what we want to do. Ben Smith is the head girls basketball coach at Marquette, his team getting set for the Petoskey invite. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, and have a good week. That's it for us on the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your game this evening and this weekend. We'll talk to you next week on ESPN-UP WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette.